Won't you please make this? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Please Make This. You guys know me. My name is Spencer, and I'm so excited to have you here because today I'm doing another Please Make This mini-sode. And for this week, I'm going to be talking to uh, one of my friends who actually uh, recently sold one of his screenplays to a studio, and uh, he did what we've been trying to do the whole time, which is Please Make This. So, you guys, I would like to introduce Ryan Peckinpah. Hey, hey. How you doing, man? I am good, Spencer. Yeah, I bet. That's really cool. Uh, so when did you like get the official word that uh, they were buying your script? Uh, it actually happened really fast. I've been trying to sell a script for like 15 years. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, in that 15 years, I hadn't even gotten so much as a meeting. And... I got a brand new agent and she sent this script off and then within like a week they were like, hey, we like this, we want to meet him in two days, met him in two days, and then at the end of the meeting where they're like, yeah, I think we want to buy this. (laughs) So you've been shopping around for a decade and a half and then within a week of this, uh, you're you're done. You've done it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... I don't know if it's, like, good because it's like, oh, shit, it took 15 years to get my first meeting. That's terrible. But in my first <laughs> meeting, I sold my first script. I don't know if that's good I mean, or bad. that's – you're one for one. <laughs> one for one every 15 years. That's great. Maybe I'll sell four. Yeah, right? Uh, your, your batting average is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you've been working on it for 15 years then? Uh how many drafts have you gone through on this script? Well, this one, I haven't been working on this one for 15 years. I've been working on just scripts, but this gotcha. one was my fastest one, which was weird. Um, I usually, I'm a very like meticulous writer. I will outline and I will do, you know, character descriptions and I will yeah. do treatments and all this shit. And this one, I just started writing with nothing but like just some notes and some jokes that I wanted to fit in somewhere. You were just like, oh, here's some here's some things I like. Let's see if I can make something out of this. Right, exactly. And so I I did that. I wrote it in like maybe four weeks, which is the quickest I've ever finished a draft. Yeah. I, I did a couple of small rewrites. I showed it to like one or two friends that I trusted, and then I gave it to my agent. It was very fast. That's so cool. Uh so you have an agent then. Uh, what was the process of getting your agent? Because well, did you have one before, or were you just submitting uh, like as an indie writer? Oh, God, no. It was It's terrible. Like I love when you look up like how to get an agent online. Everything <laughs> is just like, have an agent. How do I get an agent? Just have one. That's, that's literally <laughs> the advice that they give you. And so it's, it's like... like uh, just get an agent. I, I don't know, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, how do you get an agent? Uh, know an agent and get that person. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. So I did a whole bunch of different things. Um, I I did stand-up comedy for a while, networked mm-hmm. with some people there, got a manager. Uh, that dude, I worked with that dude for like three years. Nothing happened. He decided to retire um, because <laughs> he wasn't making any money, and now I think he works for the FBI. I, that, I don't know. Um, okay, that's a turn. I like it. <laughs> right? Um, so I just started doing internships, which I was told to do when I was, you know, 18, when people are doing internships and now I'm fucking 31 and working (laughs) for free. 
Um, but I, I got an internship with this with this agent, and I was a kick-ass assistant. And finally, you know, I got the balls to be like, "Hey, would you look at one of mine?" Hey, you, the, you did the the Hollywood thing. Yeah. Just like, hey, let me just. I, I wrote this script. If you want to check it out, I mean, it's not real good or anything. But you know, like you know, <laughs> it totally fun. sucks. But like, if you want to give me notes, I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and she read it, and she she gave me some you know minor corrections, and she's like, well. It's a it's a Christmas script and everybody's apparently looking for Christmas movies. So she's like she sent it to like a bunch of different people. She sent it to Netflix first, which was yeah. Insane. I was gonna say Netflix is crazy for uh, Christmas movies right now. And Netflix read it and they sent back. They were like, "Hey, we actually really like this script. We thought it was really cute, but it's um it's like PG thirteen kind of adulty." And they're like, "Well, uh -huh. we're, we're just looking for like really solid family." We're looking for R. Yeah, or it's like straight hardcore Christmas porn. Um, but they're like, you're looking oh, for the next Die Hard if you got it, man. <laughs> right? They wanted like kid friendly. They wanted like eight year old friendly. So they're like, well, we're gonna pass on this. And then they, we sent it to a couple other places, and it landed at uh, Freeform. At Freeform? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, at... so it's so your 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 movie could be could show up between like a couple Harry Potter marathons and. Secret Life of the American Teenager. <laughs> well, they actually, it's even cooler than that. They were like, we wanted this to be on the 25 days of Christmas, so it's probably going to get sandwiched in between, like, Home Alone and the Santa Claus, which is blown Oh, away. hell yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, so, so did you want to write a Christmas movie, or did you just come up with good Christmas jokes, and you were like, this is a Christmas movie, I guess? No, I did. I wanted to write a Christmas movie. I mean, I, I write only comedy um and a lot of my shit has been like really expensive like mm. big budget high concept like nobody wants that right now because that's not what's selling sure. and i'm like well you know what we haven't seen in a while is like that christmas vacation just the family the dysfunctional family where all the crazy shit happens like within the house yeah and we haven't seen that in a long time and i'm like well i'll try my hand at that and i, I guess it worked yeah, I mean that was that's that literally uh, Christmas Vacation is a thing, and I haven't seen anything like that since Christmas Vacation, really. And I'm not, I'm definitely not saying it's Christmas Vacation because my movie is like the Pluto Nash next to Christmas Vacation. But like, <laughs> that's what I wanted. to Eddie do. Murphy's greatest work. <laughs> that's right, but next to Norbit. Um, that's so cool. Uh, so, uh. What what do you think? So you think that the like just the the Christmas theme to it is what really sold your movie? Then you think that's kind of what Hollywood Hollywood those East those West Coast liberals are looking for right now? <laughs> yes, and I know this because of the internships I was doing. I had to do coverage on so many scripts, and I read so many Christmas scripts. Most yeah. of the people were writing for Hallmark, so they were really bad, but they knew their yeah, yeah they knew their brand. Right, and so I'm like, oh, I don't want to write a Hallmark. The one. Christmas Wife, or something like yeah. that. Gift of an Angel, you know, <laughs> which is a real one. That's a real one. Um, but yeah, man, like they just everybody wants Christmas scripts because it just blew up on Netflix and it blew up on Hulu. And I'm like, well, yeah. maybe I can write one that's not super schlocky, that's actually kind of funny that people won't just like watch one time and forget about. Yeah. So, uh, so your internship then, you said, you kind of said that your internship, you read a lot of scripts. Do you think that was, 
that really influenced how you write? No, I got a master's in screenwriting. Um, <laughs> gotcha. I wrote my first script when I was 14 years old. Like I've always wanted to do it. So but, you, so you've just been like, right. You, you, you already knew this business and that's kind of why you did this. And so you've just been reading scripts and passing up what you think you as a, as a master of screenwriting would think should be on, uh, should be a movie. Yeah, basically. And what the problem with what I do is because comedy is such an ever evolving thing Yeah, that like when I finally like, Oh, this is what's selling right now. This is what people like by the time I'm done. It's already mm-hmm. moved on to the next thing. You have so, to strike while the iron's hot exactly. or else your last year's news. So my, my entire college career, I was churning out scripts that were just like carbon copy, Judd Apatow, 40-year-old virgin, <laughs> knocked up shit. And then by the time I was like ready to send that out, it's like, well, no, Judd Apatow's not funny anymore. We want something different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then how much are you allowed to say about your script? I honestly don't know. <laughs> They haven't told me I could say something, but they also haven't told me I can't say something. I was going to say, if you could give me the, uh, like, most legally allowed just kind of elevator pitch of your movie, Uh, what what would you give me? I would give you that it's basically uh, a, a young, like, early 30s couple, been together for less than two years, decide... Because they are in this new generation of millennials where we can't afford to buy houses and we are up to our asses and student loan debt and car payments and have no money, decide to go and elope and get married in Vegas for nothing uh, right before Christmas. Um, They come home. They have not told their families, decide that they can't really tell their family over the phone. So each one independently of the other one knowing invites their family over to their tiny house in Chicago. (laughs) Actually it's set in Chicago. Um, Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Invite them over to their tiny house and they all end up coming over and, you know, extended family shows up and it's just this two sides dysfunctional family spending Christmas together in a tiny house. (laughs) And finding out that they're, that these two are married and that's really cool. Yep. Oh, that's awesome! Do you do you have a title for it? Uh, it's called First Christmas. First Christmas. That's I love that. I love a nice succinct title, and that's really perfect. I know, and they're probably going to change it, so that's what's going to yeah, piss me off. I was going to say they're probably going to change that, <laughs> and and you're gonna you're gonna do a couple rewrites, and eventually, hopefully, either probably next Christmas we'll be seeing it on Freeform. Yeah, that's the plan. They want it up uh, Christmas 2020. Um, I had a meeting, a phone meeting with them last week where they gave me just a barrage of notes for the rewrite. Um, most of which are pretty like, you know, when you get five different people with five different ideas coming yeah. together, you, you lose the integrity of your script. But a lot of these changes were really, really cool. It's, I was just talking about this with somebody else. One of the funniest things and challenges for me with this thing is there's a kid in the script and the kid is two years old and it doesn't do much just has a couple of little gags in the script and they're like we want this kid now to be six and we want him to talk (laughs) and we want him to be part of the comedy and i'm like okay great yeah and then i sat there and thought about it i'm like i don't know how to write a six-year-old yeah (laughs) i truly truly when you say like a six-year-old to me i don't 
I have no idea anything about babies. I don't know if a <laughs> six-year-old can talk, walk. Right? I don't know if it's eating I, solid food. I don't know. I don't hang out with a lot of six-year-olds, and especially, like, six-year-olds today. I'm like, okay, I can write a six-year-old. He likes Pokemon and Rugrats. No. Nope, yeah, this probably. six-year-old loves Pogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell do they like now? Do they do they have, you know, abstract Jesus thoughts? Christ. I, honestly, I was trying to think of something, and the youngest thing I could think of for a second was, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, that's that's honestly, uh, that, that's way too old. <laughs> I don't know, YouTube celebrities? <laughs> right. Ryan, uh, we really liked your changes, but uh, we have to ask you, what is Digimon? Yeah. Cool. I love this thing you invented called Digimons. Those are really cool, man. Oh yeah, you know that's that's short for digital monsters. Uh, I came up with that. <laughs> they uh, the cool thing about them is that they are the champions. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's I'm gonna have to literally like research six year olds on the internet, and that feels a little dangerous. Yeah, yeah. It, maybe maybe do that in a public place, like just in case. I'll go find an internet cafe. Wait, I don't think those exist either. Fuck. <laughs> no, six-year-olds love internet cafes. <laughs> I should meet up with a couple of them there. <laughs> awesome. Well, Ryan, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me about this. You guys uh, keep an eye out for First Christmas or whatever it turns out to be right. on Freeform next year. And uh, also make sure you're subscribing, rating, and reviewing, and uh, all that great stuff. Find us on all your social media. But that's it for us. Thank you guys so much. Have a great week. And remember to please make this.